Yeah, my buddy was telling me about Viking holes. I don't know if you know what a Viking hole is, but back in the days when Vikings used to rape and pillage people's villages, if there wasn't enough women to pillage, they would just cut a hole in the woman and start fucking it. Keep getting your mouth hugs. Stay sick and raw. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary, brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, D. Simon. And I'm Lance Wackerly. Go Obama! Go Obama! Is that what you're supposed to say? Go Obama! No, I think you're not supposed to make fun of his name at all. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's kind of a funny name. You gotta admit, out of all the presidents we've had, he's got the funniest name. Oh, if I'd known you were gonna ask that question, I would look back through through some of the names. Well, well, I mean, okay, Grover, Grover Cleveland. Grover. That's a funny <laughs> name. All right, that's a good name. Okay, Teddy, uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy's a pretty funny. Okay, so there's Teddy, Grover, and Obama. Those are the funniest three names of all the presidents I can think of, off the top of my head. Yeah, I'm pretty hungover. That's all the presidents I can think of right now. Grover's funnier than Obama. Because that's just they're a funny all, they're name. They're all pretty funny. If you go far far enough back, people just had funny names. Yeah, they were kind of funny there. So, Wacker, how was uh, your election night? Oh, it was fine. I mean, I kind of all ended as I expected, really. Didn't you think? But yeah, but I mean, uh, I was, you know, what I found interesting about it is election night is now like a big festive party night. Do you notice that? Did you go out or did you watch it by yourself in your living room drinking? I, I went to someone else's living room is what I did. Yeah, but was it a festive atmosphere? Was it oh, a yeah, jubilant? Yeah. We, we boozed it up. Hard. Attitude. Yeah, no, I mean, we went, I went and met uh, P-Town over at the bar up the street. It was packed, packed with hot chicks, young people, you know, people probably in their like uh, mid thirties. Tons of hot chicks. It was just a festive atmosphere, convivial. There are drinks flowing. Convivial, like anybody knows what that word means. I was waiting for the shirts to come off when when he, when he when Obama was giving his rousing victory speech. I was waiting to see titties flashing the screen. Those girls are so worked up. Talk about a night to get laid. Did you get laid? No, I didn't. <laughs> there was so much acid. I guess we should, I guess we should just didn't. talk about it then, because nobody got laid. I got a number. I was, I was gonna. It doesn't count. Num- you can't fuck a number. Believe me. Believe me. I've tried. I was gonna text her a couple of days from now and be like, "I was that guy in blackface. Remember? I, I really, I love Obama. Remember that? <laughs> you wore blackface, huh? Good strategy. In, in support. You know, I was thinking about this though. Nobody ever talks about the fact that Obama is half white. Yeah, no. He's Actually, Chris white. Chris Rock tweeted about that. Something he's the first, tweet- the first half white president. Yeah, I think that's what he said. Half white. Oh, did he? He's not black. Wackerly, that night was the night that you probably could have got some African American lady action. There were tons of black girls there and and Latinas. Really? Oh, what God. neighborhood were you in? No, you. Maybe it's L.A. because there's a lot of Latinas here, but. 
Yeah, at the bar. Martinez, I mean, yeah, but I didn't. Whenever I've been in LA, it doesn't seem like there's much racial mixing in the uh, nightlife. Yeah, maybe because it was the a Asians sports have bar. their Asian only bars, and the white white hipsters have their white only bars. Now this was I mean, not, a, that it, not that it's enforced, but people self segregate. This was a sports bar, and then, you know, there's a oh. good healthy mix of people. But I remember at one point I was talking to this black girl. I was thinking, God, you would normally not talk to me if it wasn't this election night, and we're all we're all one tonight. It's all unity in here. Because mm-hmm. if it on a normal night, you probably wouldn't even give me the time of day. It's like hot. Was black she chick. drinking? She, she was drunk. She was drinking. She was partying, and like everybody, you know what happened is every time they would announce like. Okay, it looks like Obama. He just uh, won Colorado. Woo! And everyone go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Do you notice that? Well, I was in the living room with three other people. <laughs> oh, were you <laughs> so, going crazy? Not really. It was pretty clear that Obama was going to win. I mean, all the polls said that. The, the whole thing leading up to it was all the Republican pundits arguing how the polls were wrong. <laughs> and <laughs> you then know, it turned out the polls were exactly right. What were you watching it on? Were you watching CNN? No. I was watching, uh, I don't know if people get this, but I wasn't watching Fox News Channel, FNC, but I was watching the local Fox affiliate, which is uh, oh, Channel two. where you would like watch, uh, you know, The Simpsons, that sort of thing. Uh, they, had, they had Shepard Smith, which is, I think is, is it Smith? Yeah, Shep Smith. Yeah. Why didn't you watch their actual legitimate news program like CNN or, or Fox News or something? Because neither me nor any of my friends have cable. Oh. Because we all just steal programs from the internet. <laughs> you guys are part of the poor. Say on the air. Mitt Romney wasn't going to bring a cable. I hope you know that. Nope, I know. Neither did you, neither did you, Obama. Did you vote for Romney, Wankerley? Nope. You didn't? Did, did you vote for Obama? Vote for Romney. Nope. <laughs> wait, whoa, wait a second. You didn't vote for Romney or Obama? Are there no, other people? I, I had to write in the candidate. My candidate actually wasn't even on the ballot. Um, Roseanne Barr? She she was on the ballot. She was t- she was listed at the top of the ballot. I don't know about yours. She came in is like it, number four or five. I hope you know. Is that. it randomized? Uh, she was, was she on the, the ballot, and yours? I was very close to voting for her, but I just so was kinda... I because my my guy wasn't on there. So, but I ended up just writing him in. Who the hell did you vote for? Rocky Anderson. Is that the He's... the lead singer of the Thirteen Floor Elevators? No. Oh wait, that's no, Rocky Erickson. That's Rocky Erickson. It's not. Uh, I think there's a lot of Andersons in rock that we could go through, but we won't. Because who's Rocky teens. Anderson? I've never heard of him. He's in the Justice Party. What's the Justice Party? Not as uh, <laughs> not as not as wacky as the Greens. Uh, a little bit libertarian, but not as uh, sort of like shut the whole government down and turn it into Angola type of libertarian. But he's sort of in between there. How do you even you know, know about I, this? Who knows? I mean, so in between that maybe, you know, none of his policy ideas would even be close to feasible, but uh, there you have it. You know, Wackerly, you're probably one of like eight people that voted for him. He was on, uh, if anybody watched the third party debates, like a true American <laughs> that isn't beholden to the two party <laughs> stranglehold, uh, they would have seen him there. This is just like perfect Lance Wackerly here. Third-party debates and then voting for a guy that no one even has heard about that you wrote in yourself, not even on the ballot. He wasn't even on the ballot. I don't know why he wasn't on the ballot. He was in, I mean, the third-party debates were on C-SPAN, which is a respected channel, and, and they even got uh, 
old old Larry King to moderate what? it. And when I say old Larry King, I don't mean like with fondness, like that old Larry. I mean he is fucking old. This is <laughs> dithering like Jew. dithering Larry King that's just not making much sense and can't he pay attention making, longer than like not, twenty seconds. It was pretty clear that he did not prepare. He just sort of walked in there and like, oh, they're gonna pay me to do this. So, okay. <laughs> well, he's like, it's a third party for what? There's like, a third he party. Forgot to, he forgot to give them opening statements until he'd they'd already gone through like three questions, and then he said, "Oh, uh, my my assistant tells me that I forgot to let them do opening statements. So we're going to do that now." Like after they'd already been debating like three questions worth. I just picture like in the audience is composed of like a bunch of college journalists and a couple dudes with tinfoil hats, and you, yeah. Pot smokers, <laughs> you know the third parties are all the parties that uh, want to legalize. Aren't going weed. to win. I no, mean, it's kind of like win. why not? Why not just not vote? Oh, uh, if it was just for presidents, I probably wouldn't have voted. I mean, the reason to vote is to vote on your local things and the state ballot initiatives and all that jazz. Yeah, you know the uh, condom. The law. shit. The shit that when you're a college kid, nobody cares about. Or like if you go to the bar. And, uh, you know, you see, meet some hot girl and she's like, well, I'm kind of, I'm into politics and social justice. And then she starts talking about, about Obama. And then you start talking about like the local school board candidate that you like. And she just glazes over. Wackerly, now that's why you're not getting laid. You're in there ter- preaching about the justice party. Just oh, be like, oh, go Obama. Preach? But this is why well, I will start preaching because, you know, your vote for the president doesn't really matter. No, of it course really not. doesn't. It's one of it's a popularity what, 50, contest. 100 million votes. It's super insignificant. But, you know, like in my town, there's only like, what, 80,000 people and only like 20% of them vote. So what is that? Uh, 20, uh, yeah, but these people don't influence is. anything. What does the school board counselor or whatever do for you? Does it matter? Yeah, they decide how the school is run or the city council decides how the city is run. It does matter that they do stuff. Like if they want to like put a new traffic light near my house, that actually affects my day to day life. God, I don't, I guess, I mean, I don't know. I guess I just don't care. If about Obama lets gays in the military, what the fuck does that got to do with me? I think it's good though. I'm not, they it's can good, make something but it has no bearing on my they life. They can amend all. the constitution. You, you vote selfishly is what you do. I no, look. I voted for. I voted for. I voted for a presidential candidate. It wasn't Obama. And and believe me, part of the reason <laughs> I did that is because here's my other rant. You hate Obama. You hate black. People. No, I don't. No, I don't. I I hate. I do kind of hate Obama. <laughs> I, he comes up. He's very arrogant. I don't hate his policies. Uh, I I agree with most of his. If you I agree with most of his policies, I guess. But uh, this whole electoral college system is fucking busted. I mean that dude. This is a podcast in its own. I mean, we could devote a whole hour talking about how pointless the electoral college is. But that's why I felt. That's why I felt like I'm going to vote for Rocky Anderson. It doesn't matter. It's not like I'm taking a vote away from Obama because California is so blue and Democratic. California's voted for the Democratic president. You know, all the electoral college votes have gone to the Democratic candidate for like the past. 20 election cycles or something. Maybe not that many because they probably voted for Reagan. To keep it brief for our, our listeners that are outside of this country, yeah, the, the presidential election is basically decided upon eight swing states. There's eight states that if they get – because every, every presidential candidate, there were – I guess there's the two parties that pretty much dominate the whole fucking thing. They already have their certain states. Like uh, Mitt Romney already had that whole – like the South is all Republican – 
and then the like Midwest, not the complete Midwest, like the bottom portion of the Midwest, the South Midwest. That's always Republican, and then Texas is always Republican. But then the the signs of the country, you know, the uh, East and the West Coast, it's always Democrat. So California, if you live here, it doesn't fucking matter for voting for president. It's just you might as well stay home because it's going to be blue. It always is completely disenfranchised. Our votes don't count. And, you know, the president never promises California anything because, he know, you know, there's no reason to. He never comes here to even campaign. He, never, maybe uh, he doesn't have to say, like, if California votes for me, you know, I'll give you a lot of money for a nice train. But instead, he's focusing all his time on Ohio or um, Colorado Florida. or Florida, you know, because it's really bumfuck states that nobody gives a shit about. Ohio's a shithole. And so is Florida. God. So is Florida. But you know what sucks about those Fucking states? old people. And, and that's the thing. What sucks about those states is if you live in one of those, you're bombarded with these political ads. At least, like, probably what? Like, every commercial break, two ads for every oh, television program? No, 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 no. No, the entire ad cycle is, uh, is going back and forth. Democrat, Republican, Democrat, Republican, Ugh. Democrat, Republican. And so you get the presidential ones and then you get the local, uh, you know, state senators, the senators and, and then you get the actual senators that are federal senators and representatives. I mean, I was in Utah last weekend, right? You know, the weekend before the vote and it was just nonstop. Yeah. I mean, is Utah even a swing state? I don't think so. But Utah was blue, right? It was, it was Democrat, right? I don't even remember. No, actually, probably. I think it was red probably because, went of the, for, because for of all the Mormons there. And there are a shitload of Mormons there. I, I kid you not. I don't know. But yeah, so I mean, the thing is, it's like I'd almost rather live in a state where my vote doesn't count so I don't have to be bothered by all that bullshit for a whole fucking year. I mean, they've been this hey, that election. bullshit is your country, buddy. Dude, this election has, was completely out of hand. They spent billions of dollars and it went almost a whole year. Okay, this is my final my final rant, and <laughs> we can talk about something funny. Everybody, everybody's got their nuts in a twist about campaign finance. Like, you know, a corporation shouldn't be allowed to pay this much money. Or if you're on the right, you say union shouldn't be allowed to pay this much money. Or ind- private individuals that are billionaires shouldn't be allowed to pay this much money to candidates and influence the vote. I'd say fuck that. And basically, the Supreme Court said that you can't limit people's spending on politics yeah but they allowed uh, private investors to invest billions of dollars like that guy adel michelle and adelman you know how much money 100 million dollars to romney that guy's like the king of the jews oh god i I don't even understand how that then i'm sheldon and adelman he has 100 million dollars it's all about israel single issue and then the the Koch brothers the the those two there are another two jews that also gave like a billion dollars to mitt romney yep I mean, I, mean, I don't know. There's, there's rich people on the left who do the same thing, and then you get the unions. They have huge financial backing. Both of uh, both parties a- are just being bought and sold, and they get so much money, and they're they're able to pay for all these ads, and you're bombarded by it. It's just right. it needs to stop. It's, it's not going to stop. It's not. The Supreme Court said is not stopping. It's we're not going to stop it. This is the this, this is how it works, people. If you have a lot of money, you get to buy a lot of ads, and that's how you, it's your free speech. But here's my why can't we? Here's my rant. That wasn't my rant. Why can't we... We can't limit the money, but we could limit the time. It should yeah. be illegal to campaign, to, to put out any ad, radio, TV. I guess you can't people keep people from putting shit on their lawns. Or you could try. Or their websites or whatever. Websites. Do you like websites? But it should be illegal to campaign more than like one month before any actual election. 
I agree. And if you, you do it, you're disqualified. Weeks. You got four weeks, and you can do whatever the fuck you want in those four weeks. I mean, you can go up and show them at people's homes. You can, like, surprise them in the bathroom. You can do whatever you want for those four weeks. But that's And it. all these political advisors would have to get a fucking real job for the rest of the year. And these pollsters, like, oh, the polls this week are up, and now they're down, and now they're up. I mean, it would just be a month. So people would just be like, fuck the polls. Let's just look at the ads, and then the vote's coming in a month. We don't need to poll anything. God, I wish they would do that. I really do. That is my that is my single, I think, most strong political idea and care right now is to fucking shut down the campaigning. But I think aspect. this this constant campaigning, this like excessive use of advertisement and this hype that's gone on for this whole year is what that's why it culminates in this insane party on election night. Because I don't recall it being like this before. But now you know, this Tuesday, it was like watching the fucking Super Bowl. I mean, it was a big deal. There were a ton of people there. I'm sure a lot of guys got laid because there were a lot of girls that were getting wasted. Everybody was partying. And I just don't recall this even for Bush. I mean, I remember the Bush carry the election. I don't recall being in a bar getting wasted for that. <laughs> I don't even think I watched it. Did you? People take people like work off the next day. Yeah, I remember. I mean, we. I don't know if I watched it. I know we paid attention to it. Everybody thought Kerry was going to win. What about Bush Gore? <laughs> was Bush Gore a big bar hopping party? You know what the difference is? Look at the people you're talking about. Bush and Gore. They're just so boring. But like, you know, Barack is a rock star. So you're like saying girls, girls want to have star. sex with Barack. No girl ever wanted to have sex with fucking Gore or Bush. <laughs> None. Yeah, I guess he had a point there. What about Carrie? I mean, he was kind of sexy. Oh, in my like God. That weird kind of like, old vampire they, they sort of way. Lurch. He kind of looked like his Count nickname? Chocula. No, his nickname was Lurch, <laughs> Lurch from the Adams Family. That's what he fucking sounded like it. Remember, remember just the tone of how he talks? Oh, we had this like, yeah. oh, I'm John Kerry. But he had this George like Bush blue is a blood. But he had this blue blood, like, you know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm this entitled rich person married to the, the heiress of the Heinz fortune. Just like the she guy was so in that ridiculous fucking accent. Who? What? Are you, what country was she even fucking from? I have no idea. It's just like this whole life of just privilege. I mean, I mean, whatever. They it's, called it's, him a a Boston Brahmin. It was his background, which is like the Brahmin is like the class from India that's like high up. You know, they're like second down or something, maybe third down. Is that what cast. she was? I didn't even know. So all these all these wasps from uh, the Northeast, you know, they're called Boston Brahmins. I don't know. I mean, it, like, I, you're right though. Like, no, nobody fucking talks like you anymore. What did you come from last century? <laughs> but but no one fucking cared about those elections. Whereas now, you it's know, the, the people, one, it's a cult of personality. Well, that, that's the thing. It was like the 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 election four years ago. I remember totally hooking up with a girl that election. It was a crazy party. Like, I, I, everybody was in the streets. I mean, it, it's like the whole the whole nation was energized. I mean, it's like <laughs> girls were flowing like a river. Speaking of energized, I went to Kilowatt Bar the last election with some people, with P-Town, and I think uh, Captain Carl was there and some other people. I was there earlier, I remember, and then I left to go meet up with a friend at Amber. And they uh, they were they were like, they had this thing where if you had your I Voted sticker, which fuck these stickers do, that's a whole other rant that I'm not going to go off on, but if you came in with your I Voted you sticker, you were supposed to get that. one free beer. You know, you, get, you showed them their sticker and then you got one free beer. But the bartenders... In the spirit of this party jive that you're talking about, 
just figured like just free beers for everyone all the time. I mean, I almost had eight beer, eight pints of beer for free. God, I mean, I just don't remember it being like this. And I wonder what's, what's going to happen the next one. I mean, there's not going to be a Barack Obama again because he can only run for two terms. Mm. So, so who's going to come uh, up next? Franklin uh, D, baby. <laughs> Four terms. <laughs> but yeah, like the, the last one I remember kind of hooking up with a girl this time. You know, it's like, I, I don't you know. Almost, I just, you almost, almost had it this time. I just got a number. You're gonna take a mulligan know. on that one. You know, so I was reading in the LA Weekly that you know, they, they, I'm not even just making this up. Like it, election night, there's a whole they they listed a bunch of uh, Craigslist misconnections that happened mm. from all this, um, and it was like all these dudes that were trying to hit on chicks in like the voting booth. Would you ever try in to in the pick booth? A, like when they were wait, they were waiting for them to come out on the street, like after you know they voted uh, or in line to vote at the booth. Well, that's very rapey. It's totally creepy. Look at this it's guy lying in wait. Look at this guy. The goddess in the voting booth. Man for woman. M4W. We chatted in line briefly. Then we had that cute exchange in the adjacent voting booths. Why I didn't ask you is beyond me now. Or why didn't I ask you to wait for me is beyond me now. You're breathtakingly beautiful. You probably live down the street from me, which is so creepy. I don't really... I have never really understood misconnections. I mean, I think I noticed... I think people read it for entertainment, but does anybody actually re-establish the connection using misconnections? I, I know I pour over those every day for about two hours and I cry when I realize that none are about me, but I don't know. Do they work? <laughs> <laughs> I put on some Morrissey and then just kind of kneel in my bathtub. I mean, is the, it, I assume once in a while there's a woman for men one and then just every dude tries to call that woman and say that he was the guy even though he told, none of them are. You know, I'm looking at this right now and they're almost all M for M for W or M for M. A lot of those. And here's one, M for T. I don't even really know what that is. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> T girl. But look at this, though. Election- he's, looking, he's looking for a chick with a dick. Yeah, tranny. M, M for tranny. Look at this. Election cock. Vote for me. Vote for my ass. Vote for me. You know, it's election day, so let's vote and have sex. I, I just don't recall everybody being so sexual on... Uh, on election night. I just don't, I don't, when did politics make people horny? That's what I want to know. Barack. You think it was Barack Obama? Sexual yeah. healing? He's, he's bringing the African voodoo sex vibe to the presidential politics. I bet you, I think we, I mean, how old were we when Clinton ran two times? We were in high school. Were we? No, we were second in college. Time in college, we were in college yeah. I don't recall partying for that either. I don't recall you know even giving because a I fuck. Think, I think, okay, this is my theory on that. I voted. I think, I think, I think Bill Clinton probably had the same vibe as um, Barack does. I mean, people used to call him our first black president. Even my black ex-girlfriend called him that, so I feel it's legitimate. <laughs> right? <laughs> he played the saxophone. He liked oh, yeah, soul food, yeah, yeah. fried chicken, and all that stuff. He was cool. Orange soda. Uh, I've said enough. But uh, <laughs> I bet you that he had the same vibe. But I will also say that uh, all those, like, under 25 year olds which is probably our age during clinton's second election that he won uh they are less cool than we were when we were that age you think you mean the the people that during clinton's second term the people that you see now that are in that sort of 21 18 to 25 year old age that are out just hooping and hollering and watching the election at the bar i think they're kind of nerds 
And you because know, we were, I don't know. Because when we were that age, even though it was Clinton, and even though he probably still had the star power, I just think we were like, you know, more aloof and pretty awesome, and like taking on big, um, taking big time mushroom trips and stuff. We didn't even realize there was an election. We were super high and playing Genesis golf. <laughs> like, hey, can you guys turn that off? I want to see who who won the election. Fuck off, Square. Go somewhere else. I don't know, man. Debate club meeting room. Well, these nerds uh, definitely had a ruckus night. I mean, there was cheers. There were jeers. Tears of joy. Tears of sadness. I don't know if you watched Mitt Romney's concession speech. Mittens was crushed. I saw a picture of him. And uh, he was sitting there like he didn't want to concede. And they eventually did. And like he was surrounded by his family. And there's this picture of Ann Romney just crying on his chest. That dude totally. I mean, I blame this on the media hype. I mean, everyone was saying that it was like now, you know, with this margin of error, that it was like one vote difference. Dude, Obama won by, what was it, 130 electoral votes? That's a landslide victory. He needed 270, and I think he got 330 or something. And Mittens only got 206. So, I mean, Mittens just got killed, but I think it built it up that he was like ready to go. I mean, they even had a website up about the transition of power. Did you see that? Yeah. And they got to do. They got to do that. Even if even if they're way behind in the polls, they got to do that. The, you, you don't you can't, post it. What have you got? An, what have you got? An, yeah, but what have you got? An upset and and you're like, oh shit, we didn't even have a website prepared. We well, you have it prepared, but you don't post it. He had it posted. It was online for a few hours until they just yeah. took it off. As a person who's dealt with web problems in the past, I have complete sympathy <laughs> for those dudes who did that. Fucking internet. The internet. If, well, the internet's great if you're just drunk and looking for porn and fucking with people on chat rooms. But when you actually have to maintain a website, the internet is the worst fucking thing in the universe. You know, I, I think the, the true losers in this election are the white people. Because now we realize we're white no longer... Men. Yeah, the white men. We're no longer the majority. Nobody's it's not our country anymore. To us anymore. It's not our and country anymore. I include anymore. you in that, D. Jews are, Jew, Jews are white. Yeah, we tried. My people white. tried to buy this fucking election. You know, because we're the ones the that are going to get the taxed. Jew, the Jewish, Jewish men uh, in general were probably for Mitt Romney, right? Well, we're the ones that are going to get taxed. Not me, because I don't have any money. But, uh, but I mean, the Jews, like, that, that, the that Jew, are... Jewish men. I think a lot of Jewish women are sort of on that, like, uh, you know, very pro-abortion and women's rights thing. And uh, Yeah, but I, so I think it was probably, all white men. And, and, and you, you, come on, you got to admit, every Jewish woman sort of harbors, like, an inner lust for a black man. <laughs> They do. <laughs> what, what, what do you base this on? Well, conjecture. <laughs> just, actually, just blatant racism against everyone. Well, one thing I got to say, last thing about this election, we got to move on here, but uh, mark my words. The next election is also going to be a big, crazy rock and roll party festival because it's going to be Hillary Clinton. Guarantee Hillary's going to run, and it's going to be all the ladies going to be all worked up. So no. four years from now, I disagree. I will make up. Uh, let's make a bet. How much you want to bet? What do you want to bet for a case? Uh, a 40, 40 right. of Mickey's malt liquor. I haven't had one of those in a long time. One forty of Mickey or one forty ounce Mickey's malt liquor. I'm saying it's going to be Hillary in 2016 and it's going to be a crazy, insane party and guarantee you're going to get some ass. I think it's going to be Hillary versus Jeb Bush. That's and I just think, I think, you know what I think your, your problem is, is you haven't heard Hillary's voice in a long time because she's been behind the scenes doing her whole secretary of state thing. Like it's just going to be returned to the whole 
Carrie versus Gore. Like no, no, nobody wants to see that shit on TV I, and hear. Her I voice disagree. Jeb Bush with his big fat face. I disagree. I disagree because she's become a cult of personality. Did you notice that viral website of of Hillary texting? They think she's a badass. Like she's this badass like woman now, and like everybody, all these all all women out out there are like totally behind her, and they think she's like you know the flag waver for their cause. Watch next election is going to be. I'm just gonna I'm gonna have a big um, vote Hillary sh- like button on my shirt. I might even get a tattoo. And then <laughs> you know you're going to get laid if you have a Hillary tattoo. Well, you're really doubling down since you only got a phone number this year. But okay. All right. You'll uh, see. I, I don't know. I, I, what's the, what's the, who's the winner of this bet going to be determined by? I mean, what's the variable, measurable variable? If you get laid or not? Well, not, I guess it's not even get laid. Who's, okay, what bar are you at? I'll down there and I'll just cock walk the shit out of you so I can get a <laughs> we'll just, You'll see how big the party is. I'm not saying like you're gonna you're expecting it's like four dudes at a bar. I'm saying there's gonna be like eighty people jammed into this like little tavern and the girls are gonna be going crazy because their a woman's gonna be the first female president. Uh, watch. Maybe. I, I think we're gonna there's I think we're in for a big hangover after having like, you know, the black dolomite president. It's gonna seem very boring. Yeah, you know, it, it everybody probably doesn't even compare. I don't know. Uh, people, this is episode 355 here of uh, Sick and Wrong. Um, you might have seen on uh, Facebook and the Twitters, I was on the uh, Mediocre Show a couple nights ago. I've and noticed that they've actually, you were on the live show, but they've now posted it, so I, I can actually listen to it tonight. Yeah, I think they uh, released the podcast a couple days couple uh, days later, but uh, those, those guys are great. Eric Tomorrow and uh, uh, Hope and uh, Mike. I mean, it was cool. We were on there. We were chatting about the book. Then we were try- chatting about Sick and Wrong. And then we were chatting about how long the two of us, like the two shows, Sick and Wrong and The Mediocre Show, have been podcasting. I didn't realize they've, they've been, been on doing a few, it for longer than us. A few months longer. Like we're mm-hmm. a few months shy of them. But they started in 2005. I think we started in 2006. But it's crazy. Like, uh, you know, we're like, we're, we're the classic podcast, the vintage podcast. There's not that many of us left. <laughs> We're a dying breed like a dinosaur. Well, it's just like, how long can you keep going doing this thing that gives you no money at all? You know, it's just like, you, it's just, it's a hobby. It's fun. We got some fans that listen to us. But, you know, in this day those, and age. Do those guys have day jobs? That's, that's I'm sure they get, I'm sure they have day jobs. Because, like, uh, I mean, may, I mean they, they, you know, I'm sure they, uh, their, their podcast is successful. It's been going on for a long time, but I doubt they there's, can. There's, just like there's, a, there's a glass ceiling. Which I'm co-opting from the women. There's a glass ceiling to how much money you can make as a non-previously famous sort of media-affiliated podcaster. As an indie podcaster. As an indie podcaster, there's a glass ceiling. But once you get like... I mean, if we had Zach Galifianakis as our co-host, we'd be way beyond. We'd be in the stratosphere, the podcast stratosphere with all the other ones. But yeah, go go check it out. That you know, mediocre show is a great podcast. They've been on it for a long time. Uh, very professional. Very, they're fun dudes. They're just cool guys. So go check it out. I think it's mediocreshow dot com. Something I don't know. I don't, if I don't you know just what... Google mediocre podcast, it comes right up because that's what I did. Uh, people, you know the way uh, this this show works. It's it's all about audience participation. It's all about audience participation. You got to send us some stories because we talk about disturbing things here. We ask that you send us your story, Sue, and if we choose your story, we choose your story and we give you credit, we will send you a sick and wrong care package, which is really just a bunch of stickers, but 
You can do lots of things with those stickers. You really yeah. can. You mean you can put it next to your I voted sticker? Yeah. <laughs> Cherish it. You can wear it to a bar thinking you're going to get a free beer and you won't. People, you can send your stories to podcast at hotmail.com. You can submit them via Facebook or Twitter. And uh, yes, if we give you credit for that story, we will send you a Sick and Wrong Care package. Before we get to our first story here for uh, episode 355, here's a word from our sponsor, audible.com. Audible.com is the Internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment. With over 75,000 titles to choose from, Audible has it covered. Get a free audiobook download when you sign up for a free trial. Go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash diddle and get your free audiobook today. Every night with my star friends. Well, all right. The first story that we got here was sent by Daniel over uh, Facebook. This this is a this is a terrible story. If you're aroused by this, you need to seek counseling. Like seriously, if, if upon, me specifically or any of the listeners, you included. But just I'm saying, all the listeners. If anybody who hears this story being read right now and gets a chub or gets a white on, which I think is a female chub, right? You need to seek counseling. So like what, the, now you're the now you're the chub monitor. You're gonna yeah. be the chub bully. See, I you're the, you you Democrats are all about the nanny state and like monitoring people's chubs. Could, could, do, does that work in the cheap tricks? song? chub police coming for you. <laughs> yeah, chub work. Switch the word chub in for any word in any song. Just all the words in the song. Just chub 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 <laughs> chubby chub chub works. It's good. I, I actually do kind of like that. Yeah, you could probably put Chubb in any song and it works. Wackerly and Simon, Chubb the Hits. <laughs> we'll take any song and just Chubb it up. Chubb it up, baby, now. Chubb it up, baby. <laughs> twist and Chubb, twist and Chubb. It totally works, Chub, man. Chubb, Chubb, Chubb Hill. <laughs> <laughs> works better with the oldies, truly. Yeah, but you could also do it with some Metallica, Sad But Chubb. <laughs> Maybe oh, that doesn't man. really work. What about the country true. ones? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of a country song. I, you know, I'm going to go, go on with on. the story because if I keep thinking like this. I'm, you go on with the story, but just you, you keep, keep in thinking, mind I'm, I'm not going to listen to what you're saying because I'm just going to be thinking of Chubb. Of country, think of a Willie Nelson one then, or maybe uh, uh, Ring of Chubb. Chubb, Chubb. Chubb. Chubb of fire. Chubb, Chubb, the whole day through. I got a sweet Chubb on my mind. That's actually that was, not that, that bad. Very good. Yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't that bad, though. Best. Wasn't that bad either. I mean, you can, you can really insert Chubb into any song. Okay. All right. Female caregiver was arrested today and charged with sexually assaulting a 106-year-old woman in her care. What in the good goddamn... What, was she going for a record here? 106? <laughs> really? She had, the Guinness, she had the Guinness representative there. Yeah. Called him a week ahead of time. Uh, I'd like you to come out and witness my feet. Well, I just wondered, like, okay, you know, a few years ago, she assaulted an 82-year-old woman. Then she got up to an 89, then a 96, but now she's going for the record. 
106 Have years you, old. I assume you've checked the uh, sick and wrong drunk dial line because maybe this is one of those it has been done moments. Yeah, I, th- I think this <laughs> this is an it has been done moment for I sure. I just uh, sexually molested a 106-year-old invalid. It has been done. God. Biggest I, fan. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to even contest that one. No. Um, her name, and this is a great name, Takeda Watson. Takeda. It's a female taco. Weren't those those little, like, um, chips or something, taquitos? You're thinking of a taquito. A taquito is a, uh, I mean, you being a vegan and all, don't know anything about Vegetarian. This, it's a rolled up, like a tube, like a big straw. Taquito, yeah. It's a rolled up taco, and then they deep fry it. And you can usually find them in your frozen food section and uh, just heat them up in your oven, and they're just delicious. And they're very healthy for you, too, right? Oh, my God. It's like the worst thing you can eat. <laughs> It's fried. It's fried carbs surrounding like greasy, fatty meat and, and some cheese, cheese. with cheese. Yeah. In well, it every, everything, everything in Mexican food has cheese. In yeah, it. that's why it tastes so good. So, Taquita here, twenty nine years old, had been providing in home care to this bedridden victim. And guess, guess what state this occurred in? You'll never Florida, guess. Florida, perhaps. <laughs> How did you know? How did you know that? Yes, it is Pensacola, Florida. Um, yeah, she's 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 right in the Wackerly in the Morning crew uh, broadcasting zone there. <laughs> Investigators determined that uh, Watson uh, had used a sexual instrument on the elderly woman. Hmm. This would be something you could find at Adam and Eve, perhaps? Uh, yes, you, you could. A police report provided disturbing details of the incident here, um, uh, of the assault of the woman, who cops described as having no known mental health issues. And whose mental capacity appeared to be fine. So the victim here is 106 years old. Physically, she's incapacitated. But mentally, she's completely coherent. She's completely there. Fully aware of the happenings around her. Which I think makes this story that much more horrifying. Isn't there a Metallica song about that? Yeah. Uh, I think it's called Chubb. Or no, wait. No, it's <laughs> it called, it's just called Chubb. <laughs> And it's uh, about a book, Johnny Get Your Gun, by some guy. Yeah, it's basically one. I mean, and that, that guy was also mentally coherent, but I mean, he was missing all his limbs and his face. And his face and his ears and his eyes, everything. Whereas this old lady, you know, is, is incapacitated physically because she's 106 years old, but she's completely there mentally. Uh, and the she vic- can see everything that's going on and, and feel. understand, yeah. So the victim told police that Watson, her caretaker, who she knew as Q... Um, which is funny because uh, in James Bond, wasn't Q the guy that made all the instruments and the, the advanced yes. weapons? And I don't know how much a tangent <laughs> excited you are, but have you noticed in this, the new Bond movie, Q is like, like this young hipster. hipster fuckhead? Yeah, I don't know why they did that. I like to... John, John Cleese did it in like the last one or maybe the one before the last one. Yeah, I, think, I, I don't really watch Bond movies anymore. I think they're silly, but John Cleese was it at one time, and then the old ones, it was always some old codger, and now they have some young hipster kid. They're trying to like get in the Tumblr girl demographic. I think they're Bullshit. trying to make it cool. I kind of liked when Q was like a bumbling old guy that would just, oops, sorry about that, and something would explode. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's kind of how now, it's supposed now he's to be. Like, he's like shopping at Hot Topic and updating his fucking Facebook page. He looks like a Fuck Twilight that. vampire. Yeah, I know. I, I, don't, I don't get that. Um, the victim told police that Watson, who she knew as Q, assaulted her with a six-inch Peter that she removed from her purse along with a jar of Vaseline. Is, do you think Peter 
is what they called dildos in like what 1920? Is the woman's 106 years old? So what would that I be? Think, I don't think they had dildos in 1920. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't oh. even invented yet. I wonder how long is it? Is that what they called them? Like dicks back then, Peters? Yeah, I've heard people called a dick a Peter. What did your grandma? Something an old lady would call. What did your grandma call dicks? Start with me. Don't start with me. <laughs> my grandma. My grandma's a very nice woman. She's one of my only relatives. Grandma Wackerly. Like, she's one of my only relatives that was like a fucking decent person. So uh, she, the, the Q here took a six-inch Peter out of her purse and a jar of Vaseline. And you know nothing's good. Nothing good is going to come from that. And here's the part that's almost. Well, you see now you're like this is you monitoring people's sex lives. Like why can't a 106 year old woman and enjoy a nice masturbatory moment with a with a dildo? Well, okay, think about it this way, Wackerly. You're incapacitated yeah. physically. You're 106 years old. Sex probably hasn't been something you've had probably in what 50 years, maybe. 106. She would have been 56. Menopause, Probably, yeah. Back then, I don't think women didn't have weren't allowed to be pro sex fifty years ago. So, so no, yeah. Okay, so last time she had sex, she was probably thirty something. So let's say you're incapacitated, Longer. you're in bed, and then all of a sudden your caretaker pulls out a dildo and a jar of Vaseline. Would you be like, "Sweet, this is gonna be awesome"? Is that a piece of candy? <laughs> <laughs> she can't talk, right? Candy. <laughs> and the next thing you know. um Watson told the uh, the victim here to pull her pants and diaper down, and told her this is going to make you feel good. I you yeah. know I just don't understand this. I, I I don't get where this woman who assaulted her Watson where you would even kind of get into this. Like how I mean was this arousing for her? Is she just doing this purely maliciously? Like she's just a malevolent evil person. Like, what, or is she what, doing what it gain? out of the goodness of her heart? Like, you know you know what Myrtle needs is an orgasm. <laughs> uh, you're 106 or, years or old, if, or, if you're, or if you're like a girl that's ever dated me, like, it's it's okay that I don't come. I just enjoy it. They lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, you know, I just like the, like the build up. And if I don't come, it's fine. There, there's nothing more disheartening than hearing that line. Because you're <laughs> just like, I, I heard it. I thought it was just me. No, I, I, I point my finger and go, liar. And then I go to bed. Right. Fuck it. Because you came. Fuck it. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> it's, it's done now. My work is it's finished. Going yes. to bed. Um, as Watson allegedly tried to assault her with a sex toy, the victim said she screamed at the caregiver to stop. Uh, she oh. replied that... No means no. Even if they're 106, no means no. No means no. Yeah. Even if it's like a very long, drawn out, slow no, it still means no. no. <laughs> Well, the caretaker, caretaker here, Watson, replied that all the old people like it, and it makes him feel good. Oh, my God. So she's, she's stuck done this that, before. She's stuck that Peter in many an old snatch. Now, I would want to ask her this question, which I think I've asked on the podcast, and people have probably forgotten, and I never got an answer. If you have a girlfriend and you have a dildo that you use with her... Are you allowed to use that same dildo with your next girlfriend, or do you need to throw it out? This woman could answer me that question. Well, like, does she use the same dildo on all these old people? Does she put it in the dishwasher? Like, what's the procedure and the protocol? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's. I wonder. Does she always have this in her bag? Just a jar of Vaseline and this. Does she use it on herself? God, yeah, I don't. Does she know. feel okay doing that, and then and then using it after she's used it on an old lady, or like, is that nasty? Yeah, I wonder. I, you know, I'm thinking. 
She probably just uses the same dildo. It's like, this is the old lady fucker. It probably has a name, like the swords and like uh, the Hobbit, you know, like orc killer. Like this one's just, this is old ladies, you know, old lady snatch fucker or something. But most of those crazy fantasy books, they always name the swords. So I bet you she names this dildo, like, I don't know, Krusty Snatch or something. <laughs> snatch and Crustiner. <laughs> the Grandma needle. Pussy. Yeah, yes. that's terrible. So the victim said that uh, she started to bleed from her vagina. Oh, the wrinkly penetrator. <laughs> Sorry. The wrinklenator. Uh, she said she started to bleed from her vagina. Uh, the caretaker, Watson, cursed at her and said she would get it in next time. Before Jesus warning, Christ. Before warning her that if you tell anyone, I will hurt you. We know um, the ladies, you're not having a period when you're 106, right? So this is actual vaginal tearing. This is like vaginal tearing. I mean, dude, think about how tight that must be. I mean, it's, it's tight, but it's dry is the issue. It's well, very it's dry. dry. Well, she stuck Vaseline in there, but I mean, it's still very tight. It's like a 50-year-old, you know, there's 50 years of not having sex, but it's a 106-year-old snatch. I think she's. I think she was being stingy with the Vaseline. I think she maybe like put like a little dot of it on there, where, where she should have used like half the jar. Dude, this is like jamming a, a dildo in like the Crypt Keeper or something. It's it's just disgusting. <laughs> it probably made the same noise. <laughs> it's like jamming a dildo into like an old tr- knot in a tree. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just, just too small. I lo- I do love that line though. If you tell anyone, I will hurt you, because that line only works on children. The retarded and the elderly. That's it. Oh, animals. <laughs> I guess they can't tell anybody. They can't tell anyone. Anybody anyway. who's like you know weak and not in a in a vulnerable position. Yeah, you don't get to use it that often unless you abuse children, the retarded, or the elderly. Which is why that stuff must be so attractive to certain people. Apparently, this woman. I I just don't understand the satisfaction that that, that Takeda um received from this i just don't get what I, I think she was going for a record like a personal goal like i got 106 years old i beat my friends like there's probably a group of them you know they yeah. probably win a stuffed animal or something a stuffed animal i don't know which they then violate i gotta say kids today whatever happened to respect your elders you know you don't know, but nobody respects elders anymore. No, they have don't. You, like, have you seen kids on the bus or public transportation or just walking around? That that idea is long gone. It's, uh, apparently, it's been replaced with shove a dildo up their snatches. It's just uh, disgusting. Yeah, the elderly are prey at this point. That, yeah, that, that book apparently. and movie, No Country for Old Men, it's very prescient. Yeah, I think I think I think it is. I think it is. So, what do you have here for uh, the second story for episode three fifty five? I have a story from Sherry, and she's from Mesquite, Arizona, which I drove near there when I was in Utah this past weekend. Arizona and Utah are very interesting to go from one uh, one to the other. Why, Mormons to meth heads? Yes, that, that exactly. <laughs> you know, we we made fun of Mormons, which I guess that time is over now. That mitt's gone. We can't yeah. make fun of Mormons for a while. Everyone's gonna forget about them. But here's the thing: the Mormons don't drink. They have these big families. But I tell you what, D, and you might like this: there are no fat people. Hmm. They're all super fit. You know, they're not drinking, so they're all running marathons and riding their bike up and down mountains. The towns are super clean. There's zero crime. 
And they're like, you know, they're, and they're very industrious. So there's all these businesses everywhere. They're thriving. And you see very little, uh, you know, broken down, abandoned storefronts until you cross into Arizona. <laughs> the first thing you see is a liquor store that's right on the other side of the border. And then you just drive through these towns that are just beat down and there's fucking weeds growing everywhere. And it's just generally a complete shithole. Yeah, but there's probably not that many fat people. Most people that do meth aren't fat, but they're probably like, you know, kind of overweight, missing teeth. No, yeah. They're stringy not hair. Let's, let's put it that way. They're not healthy. And, and frankly, you know what? You just don't see anybody. It's just they're all kind of like lurking in their meth fucking dens. They're all hiding in their trailers. Until it gets dark and they got to forage and steal. (laughs) Like you want to go, you want to get back to Utah. Like I want to go back to Utah where it's safe and plentiful. You know, there's food and Jesus Christ, safe and electric lights. You're like, just give me the magic underwear and keep me safe and hold me Mormons. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, I mean, I didn't vote for Romney. But maybe if he could, like, do some of that for the country, it wouldn't have been all bad. But, you know, that time is over now. Yeah. Who cares about not the Mormons? A, not a lot of black people there. Or Jews. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say that, too. And every time you see a church, you're like, oh, I wonder if... They... Yep, yep, it's more of a church again. <laughs> all of them. But on to the story. My, my story parallels yours, which is kind of why I picked it. But I think it stands up on its own two feet. Wait, are you saying this is another nursing home story? Um... I noticed you said this. These aren't nursing homes. What are they? Con- they're convalescent homes, right? Nope. I what? think you you said, and my story makes it more clear, but you said in-home nurse. That means that this family of this 106-year-old woman that you just told us about was actually paying this woman like a lot of money probably to come to their uh, home. She's a private caregiver. Con- yeah. Private caregiver. So she can like, you know, this old lady can stay in her home or in her daughter or son's home or whatnot. And uh, this stuff still – you'd think that if you don't send your elderly relative off to one of these, like, horrifying uh, old folks' homes, you'd be less likely to have this horrifying shit happen. But it still does. Can't yeah, but you know it. what, though? Would you rather just not have to see them die every day and just kind of be like, oh, I'm going to forget about you and put you over there in, like, you know, peaceful roses. Peaceful roses, right. old age home. Yeah. yeah, no, certain people, though – not you or I or anybody they know <laughs> put other people's care and feelings and uh uh what's the word I'm looking for situation that it wasn't the word but it works ahead of their own but obviously you and I don't do that yeah so. could you imagine yeah. it's just like you're just constantly being annoyed by old people smell the groaning the stench of death and decay coming out of your fucking spare bedroom fuck that shit well, I'm just, I mean, I'm just normally depressive and I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to be like confronted with actual death every day. I would and, be a basket case. I wouldn't be able to go to work. And chances are, it's not going to be your, your mother. It's going to be your wife's mother. So your mother-in-law, who's like 106 years old, you have to deal with her fucking disgusting, dying corpse over there, not you know, good. and pay for it. And how much money does it, I bet you it costs more money to have a nurse come to your own home. Yeah. God, all all my relatives sense. seem to croak of some disease, and it goes pretty quickly. See, so, you'd have to take care of your, your, your spouse's mother. <laughs> well, I'm not married. <laughs> but so I'm just saying, watch. It's another know. reason. <laughs> it's anyway. kind of like, you know, like, I'd like to have a pet, but I don't want to have, I don't want to, have to, like, to go through it dying. <laughs> so I just don't get one. But, it, but you're right, though, because if you did pay the extra money to have in-home care... She's probably you'd not. Think you, you'd think you're yeah, in the clear, right? You're probably not going to have something horrible happen. 
Well, listen to this one. Two male nurses. <laughs> In-home nurses, like I said. Two. Ru- Russell Tor- Toralba and Alfredo Ruiz. They might be my countrymen. <laughs> they, uh, they got up to, to no good. <laughs> There's this woman, and uh, it doesn't actually say how old she is, although she must be pretty old. Oh, she's 98. Sorry. There it is. And uh, she had a stroke. And she can't communicate. Uh, she can't speak, and she can't even communicate with her hands at e- either because, you know, the stroke, she's lost all motor control. And she's actually fully paralyzed on her right side, which happened in 2005. So wow. this is she almost should... more like the uh, Johnny Got His Gun than my story. Right, but like uh, like yours, this woman can see and feel, and she knows what's going on. And I guess there must be some way she can communicate with people. I don't know. Maybe she has one of those, like, horse whisperer. Like old crippled person whisperer that like just goes in and knows what she wants or what she's telling them. You know, what you probably um, have to do. You probably have to lean really close to her, her horrible. You know, you could. We're like so close to her mouth that you just smell the stench of death, and you just have to put your ear in there, and she could barely <laughs> speak like an inaudible whisper, and that's how she communicates. I was gonna say maybe she like coordinates her disgusting old lady farts, or something. <laughs> you know, like a, some sort of a slow Morse code. Or there's different scents to them, you know, where she's oh, she's distressed. I can smell it. But actually, this family had a camera, which helps. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Nanny which I cam. assume was one of those nanny cams that you yeah. hide in a teddy bear or whatever. This would be a nana cam. Nana cam. What do you hide it in? What are old ladies like? Well, apparently not really dildos. Like, like those little hummels, <laughs> those hummel figurines. Yeah, they love that. Commemorative plates. Precious moments figurines. They love that. What did my grandma... She had those collectible plates. She had the Hummels. She had, like, just just weird weird old people shit, you know? One of those one of those hanging lamps that looks like a like they're glass grapes. You ever see that? It's probably very waspy. Probably Jews don't have that sort they, of thing. They like those creepy, like, dolls, though. Like, those porcelain dolls that are from, like, the vintage ones from, like, the 1930s. Oh, oh my God. My mom had one of those things. Like, <sighs> its hand was broken off and its face was all cracked. It was horrifying. <laughs> oh, God. No, I used to get nightmares from that shit. <laughs> it's got a porcelain head and then, like, a sawdust stuffed body. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what old ladies like. That's probably where you shove the Nana cam. It's like it. You know, it's just it, like it, the exactly. scariest thing possible for a child. Where was I? <laughs> <laughs> that thing has a Nana cam in it. Anyways. She's unable to speak or communicate, yada, yada, yada. Um, and uh, so there's two guys. <laughs> and I don't know what their deal is. I don't know what team they're playing for at this point. Uh, because they masturbated and fondled each other. <laughs> Where the fuck did that come from? Or the, at, they... the, at the foot of this old lady's bed. While she's awake. <laughs> Which you think they're gay, right? Are Which they? Is fine. Well, they put, Which is fine. Maybe they're, they're, okay, maybe they're two dudes. I don't really understand how it's a sexually charged environment. It's not like Obama's winning a presidency that day, but maybe. It's not like it smells very sexy in there with her trying to Morse code that she wants mashed peaches that day with her farts. Ugh, I can just picture old lady farts and then the stench of death. Yeah, and I don't really understand how it could smell good. But, apparent, but you know, whatever. Gay guys get laid anywhere. You know, they're always horny. You know, they they get laid on the bus. So I imagine they're probably horny. They're gay. Right, but these guys specifically sought this out. I mean, they could have just found a bathroom in the house and gone in there and did their little sexual business, but they specifically did this at the foot of her bed. And now, listen to this. 
they're being investigated for their shocking behavior, obviously, because like I said before, their a nana cam was put there. You don't masturbate. Not only did they masturbate and fondle each other in front of this woman, one of the men performed an explicit act on the woman's body. (laughs) Like what? This all happened in San Diego, and this article is from the San Diego Union Tribune. And uh, you know what? Fuck you, San Diego Union Tribune, because they don't say. Well, they don't tell you what the explicit act was? No. They say an explicit act on the woman's body. Now, it's almost fucking 2013. And, you know, the world is a hellhole. There's no propriety anymore. There's just porn is everywhere. I mean, famous, established Hollywood movie stars and television stars are whipping their tits out all over the place and there's fucking sex sex videos that like you know hotel magnates daughters put out and then they just become more famous because there's a video of them sucking cock exactly in the ass and like kim kardashian is a fucking the highest paid person in hollywood because she had sex with some black guy on camera paris hilton really staged paris hilton everybody's making sex tapes and you can, you know what, San Diego Union Tribune, you can fucking tell us what the sexual act was. You're it, not gonna. It's gonna be shitty, I know, but you're not gonna in shitting the world up any more than it already is. And we just want to know. The fact of the matter is, nothing shocking, really, nothing shocking anymore. So it, it doesn't it, matter. I think it can be shocking, but we just want to be shocked. It's a, and the worst part about it, it's going to lead me and you to surmise what happened. And we're going to say something just completely awful. I don't even want to go there. It's going to ruin my night. <laughs> now, this is what and, – and, and newspapers and you get – you know, you get fucking uh, David Simon, the guy who uh, did The Wire, mm-hmm. like up there on his high horse complaining about people don't read newspapers anymore. This country's going on the show. You know, and it's like – Shut the fuck up, David Simon. No relation to you. No. Uh, shut the fuck up. You know why newspapers are going downhill? Because they're not keeping up with the times. Nowadays, it's all about podcasts. And now, you, the listener, instead of just knowing what happened, are going to have to listen to me and D fucking surmise what these dudes did to this nine-year-old, eight-year-old lady. Go. And it's and it's just disgusting. I mean, I'll, I'll go first here. I'm thinking. I'm thinking you ate her out. Which is disgusting that is as that sounds. Way too disgusting. I'm, I'm thinking what happened is he was probably getting a reach around from the one guy, and or maybe he's getting some some action in the back, or maybe they're both just masturbating each other, and then he just leans over and he just eats her out. That's kind of what I'm envisioning. Oh, wow. I couldn't imagine that, what that would so, taste like. So that puts them clearly out of the realm of being gay dudes, because I assume if we called up Jeff and we said. <laughs> What would it take to get you to eat out a 98-year-old lady's vagina? Like, he would just be like, no. I mean, you could give me a billion dollars. I would just will not do okay, it. You could okay. murder me, and I will not do it. But what if it was Brad Pitt jerking him off? Do you think my brother you, would be down with that? No, I don't think he would. I would. I don't know. Is, I that, bet is Jeffrey you... into Brad Pitt? I don't know. Well, well I don't know. Is. Whatever. Brad Pitt. How about Ryan Gosling? If it was Ryan Gosling, do you he's think... Gotta be, he's <laughs> got to be into Gosling. I'll go with Gosling, too. I don't I, think I bet, he would do it. I would bet I think, you... But, but maybe... Th- I'm not saying that's not what happened, but I would just say that, like, if that's what happened, then these guys are just general, like, complete sexual deviants. I'm, I'm thinking they ate her. What do you think happened? I think that whatever they did... It was more like a joking, like he's trying to show his his like man friend, like what a dirty naughty boy he is, and like you know he felt up her titty or 
or like you know like 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 waved his dick around in front of her mouth or maybe like wiped it across her lips <laughs> i can see jeffrey doing that like as a joke <laughs> just sort of like clowning around god that's such a disgusting clowning image. around with his gay friend I mean, I, but I don't understand. These Horsing people are, around. These two are deviants because I don't think a regular gay person or a regular straight person. I don't. I don't want to give that impression that that's what I think that gay people do this. Sort no, of thing no but I'm just saying these people are deviants because I could not get hard in front of a 98 year old stroke victim. I don't even care if it's if it's Scarlett Johansson bent over spreading her ass in front of me. I still could not mm-hmm. get hard in front of a 98 year old stroke victim. I've got to say, I probably would. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't put my dick in her mouth. But Scarlett Johansson's spread eagled, and she's like, this is my grandma, and I really want to have sex in front of her. And she's just, and Scarlett Johansson's buck-ass naked there, and nobody else is around. I think he's going in. Maybe, but I just, I don't know. Just, I, would I mean, keep... I would try and get as far away. Like, <laughs> and I would, I would, like, point myself so I didn't have to look at her. But just because I'm in the same room, that's not going to stop But what me. about the stench of decaying flesh? The old lady farts that are just kind of squeezing out of that, like, tightened rectum. You just got to work ScarJo up into a lather and get her sense <laughs> overpowering. Sorry, that's what you have to do. Know. Maybe. Okay, I'll take your word for it. So, so what happened? So to thanks these a lot, guys? Union Tribune. You, you brought. I, I blame the Union Tribune for bringing that last little fucking bit out of us. Yeah, fuck you, Union Tribune. Thank you for my nightmares. Well, the family it's gone camera because the Nana Cam, and uh, I don't really understand this, but uh, somehow they went. They found this on the Nana Cam, and then they sort of went back through, and th- now they have evidence that they've been doing this like all, like back for like five years. The, the footage is from Mar- March 3rd and March 11th, 2011, but the family has discovered instances of sexual in- sexually inappropriate acts on f- five other occasions dating back to February 27th. Oh, oh, so it's not that long. It's only like one month prior. But still, They've still, been doing it for a month. But still, though, wackily, I mean, you've kind of brought this up, but this sort of becomes an is that gay question now. Oh, it's gay. I mean, the yeah, okay, but... Each other. A woman was involved in the sex act, even though she might have been like an, you know, an, uh, a, you know, like a, uh, not, not an active participant, a passive participant, but she was still involved in the sex act. Is it gay still? Yes. <laughs> you're, trying, you're trying to make it like the whole, like, if the balls don't touch or if you don't make eye contact. I mean, they're fondling each other's cocks. But there's an old lady that's being eaten out at the same time. It doesn't matter. All right, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's I'm, <laughs> you're basically. I'll, I'll I'll set a ground rule. If your question is that you're doing X and Y and Z, but part A and B is you're masturbating and fondling another dude's <laughs> cock and balls and asshole, it's gay. Don't bother calling in. That's just a hard and fast rule. I almost think this kind of goes way beyond gay to like aberrant. This is aberrant sexual behavior. I mean, I don't want to. We already have too many phone segments. I can't even keep yeah. track of any more. But we could do like a, you know, is that completely disgusting and perverted? I, well, I think I think that's just the whole nature of the show. But yeah. go on. The uh, obviously, you know, you've always got somebody in all these articles who just sort of goes off into the realm of exaggerating everything. 
but maybe he's right this time. They, they have a lawyer who specializes in elder abuse, and he says, in 15 years of specializing in this elder abuse representation, it's the uh, worst thing he's ever seen. Oh, God. Wow. Fancy that. That's never been said usually before. It's the, usually it's the sheriff who says this sort of thing, but yeah, now it's the uh, this attorney. Attorney's they pay, paid the family is that. paying these two guys, and I don't really get the articles unclear. It's very poorly written. It says that uh, these two guys were uh, making thirteen hundred dollars a day from this family. Can Jesus Christ, really? Fifty five dollars an hour, and I don't know if it's for each of them get thirteen hundred, or because I did the math and they're making fifty five dollars an hour, and that's like twenty four hours. Uh, and I assume they have to be there around the clock. So is the family actually playing twenty six hundred, or is it thirteen hundred for both of them together? What three hundred and sixty five times thirteen hundred? Did I do that right? If I did, it's insane. Let me do it one time. Three six five times thirteen hundred. I've got my iPhone calculator here. That is four hundred and seventy five thousand dollars a year. They have to work God. every day, right? You can't. They can't take a day off. Half a million dollars a year to do that, and and this you family's get- loaded, and they have to, and they still can't find help. That won't, that won't stick their cock the in granny's mouth. <laughs> God. This is what I'm saying. And yet the San Diego Union Tribune is like still trying to like, we have to maintain the propriety of society. We can't say what the act was. God, like, no, the world know. is fucked. Just fucking tell us what they did this old lady. They ate that's her it. out. That's what I'm thinking. I don't that's, know. that's the worst. You, you, you basically went to the worst thing. Well, it could have been worse. It could have fucked her in the ass or something. Yeah, that would be worse. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Not for, but not if they're like a regular gay dude. For a regular gay dude, fucking her in the ass would be better than having to eat her out. That's what I maintain. Well, yeah, I probably. We really need but, to call Jeffrey, but I know we can't. It's too late. You know, unfortunately, he's working. But I would like to know if my brother... I'm sure my brother would not have any contact with her, but I bet you my brother would fuck Ryan Gosling in front of a 98-year-old stroke victim. Well, if you're going to ask him that as a follow-up, ask him... If you had to do something or, you know, like uh, your irritable bowel sister would be killed unless you do one of these things, you have to either eat the old lady out or you have to fuck her in the ass or if you have to put your cock in her mouth, uh, figure which out which one he'd choose. Yeah. I bet you go blowjob. But I don't know. We, I, we should find out about this. This is a good well, follow no, Don't make him just pick one. Make him rank them from best to worst. I, <laughs> I, I maintain that he would, the least thing he would want to do would be to eat her out. This just is almost like a sick right and thought that experiment. Vagina. A Jeffrey Thought fun. Experiment. Uh, you yeah. know what? Um, next time I talk to him on the phone, I'll bring this no, up. No, it would be WWJD. What would Jeffrey do? What would Jeffrey <laughs> That's do? That's the new segment right there. <laughs> we need some theme music for that. Yeah. And we definitely do. Chub, I think it, chub, chub, Jeffrey. <laughs> I was thinking chub, something by the village chub? people, you know? <laughs> but hey, either one might work, you know? Chub, man. You can come on the show, Chub Man. That's good. You can answer some questions, Chub Man. <laughs> That's Jeffrey's new nickname, too. Chub, Chub Man. Man. That's good. That's good. People, send in your stories, sickandwrongpodcasthotmail.com. Submit them via Facebook or Twitter. Uh, we got a few phone calls to the Sick and Wrong Hotline. 206 666 3846 is that number. Before we get to our first phone call, here's a word from adamandeve.com. Ah, the holidays. It's snowing outside, the fire is crackling, and there's a big jar of unused lube on your nightstand. And that can only mean one thing. 
It's still December. Yes, that time of year that we celebrate Christ's alleged birth with the purchase of a shiny brand new dildo at AdamEve.com. And if you use coupon code DIDDLE on your order, you'll get 50% off your first purchase, three free adult DVDs, and a free gift. Show your loved ones you still care and cram a brand new dildo down their holiday road. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E, like priests do to altar boys. Hallelujah. So we got a few phone calls here. The Sick and Wrong Hotline, 206-666-3846 is that number. Before we get to that, though, Wackerly, I'm going to bring up the one email that we got the other day that um, I'm just bringing this up just to... Um, email before calls, buh? Yeah, no, it's a little crazy. But the only reason I'm bringing this up is just to um, prove a point here. This was sent in from Michael. He goes, D is right. Just wanted to show you that bears do run... 30 miles per hour. Motherfucker. I got a lot of shit about that on Facebooks. I know. And, and so he sent General me a link here. Berating. He sent me a link here. Said grizzly bears, top speed is 34.8 miles per hour. What do you think of that there, fucking Wackerly? <laughs> what do I look like, an animal expert? Well, I sometime knew. Of, I mean, I was like. a fucking crocodile toucher over here? No, I'm just <laughs> talking about my. I don't know. I didn't think animals were that fast, okay? I'm just saying, you know, it's like a, I might look like this uh, Jewish ne'er-do-well, but uh, I know a lot about bears. You don't look like a ne'er-do-well there, badass. You look like a nerd. I might look like this Jew nerd, but I know a lot about bears. Not not even the kind of nerd that knows a lot about his stuff, just an awkward person. (laughs) That that sense of the word. That memorizes insignificant details. But you know what's interesting about this? They have a bunch of animals with their top speeds. I'm just going to name a couple. Red kangaroo, Wackerly. What do you think the top speed is of a red kangaroo? I would not think kangaroos can run that fast. I mean, they're more about the hopping. Well, hopping speed, uh, whatever. Five miles an hour. 43.5. What in the goddamn? Yeah, yeah. Um, white-tailed deer. Uh, I saw some deer in the in Utah. I keep talking about Utah. I don't know why. But I, I think you want to move there. They were just very docile. A deer runs at about uh, eight and a half miles per hour. But you got to you got to go up a, a bit here. It's Thirty miles per hour is top speed for a white-tailed deer. Okay, what what do you think about uh, a lion? How fast does a lion go? A female lion, male or female? Well, the males just sit around and like. Fuck. All right, female. Do anything. Female. Well, okay, now I'm going to use the powers Top of speed. logic. So what did you see? A deer runs at like 10 miles per hour? 30. <laughs> 15 miles per hour for a deer? Well, the lion catches the deer or deer-like animals, so it must go at like 31. No. It goes 50 miles per Well, 49.7 miles per hour is top speed Why for Why do lion. we even have cars? We're all, <laughs> the whole world is fucked up because of fossil fuels in the Middle East. Can't we just, like, subjugate lions and ride them around? Dude, how fucking cool would that be? If, we, if it's like I just show up at work with a fucking saddle on a lion? You would definitely get laid. Yeah, fuck yeah, it would be. Although if everybody else had one, it wouldn't be that great. And your yours would be all busted and broken down. Because <laughs> I couldn't afford a really cool lion. <laughs> and you haven't been feeding it right because you're trying to make it like eat a vegan diet. Yeah, I'd, I'd just have this shitty like yeah this 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 desiccated lion that just was like hairless. I'd be, I'd be riding a giant sea turtle. <laughs> well, fuck you guys. It's slow and it's not cool, but it lasts for like 110 years. So fuck, I'm just saving money in the long run. 
You and your fucking expensive ass cheetah. The only thing I'd afford to be a wildebeest. It doesn't even fucking go straight. It's got to go like sideways. <laughs> Sucks. Oh, well. Anyway, I just wanted to prove a point. Bears can run 30 miles per hour. So there you go. All right, so we do have some phone calls, some real phone calls here. 206-666-3846 is that number. Um, these first two, I can't tell if it's the same person, but it's definitely the same subject. I'm the master of uh, interpreting voices. so I am very sorry to my neighbors. They're uh, very bad people. Having sex right above me. And I'm not having sex. That's it, huh? What I'm going to do to... No, he keeps going here. But, you know, I feel his pain. I think we've talked about this on the show before. There's nothing worse than having neighbors that are amorous and you're not getting laid. So you're just sitting here in your bed hearing them fuck. I used to live right below two gay guys. Uh, and once again, I have nothing against gay dudes. But gay dudes, you know, they get some poppers and some crystal. And they some can just techno. fuck for like four hours. Because one will fuck one. And, you know, then while he's waiting for his erection to come back, the other one will fuck that guy, and then they'll switch back, and then they'll switch back. <laughs> it would just go on forever. You know, actually, recently, I was living, the people that lived upstairs from me right now used to be these lesbians that lived up there. And I actually did not mind listening to them have sex because there's no dude involved. There's no, like, beds being smashed against the wall, you know, clanging noises. It was just like, just feminine moaning. Just for I know, like, but you got to listen to all the Indigo Girls too. Which yeah, sucks. that, that kind of Indigo Girls. Bonnie I had to Franco. hear that. Tori Amos, lots of Tori I'll, Amos I'll, was I'll coming to out. The, below, the, I'll, I'd prefer to live below the gay guys and the techno and the incessant banging. But anyway, the lesbians either. moved out, and now there's a couple that lives up there. And yeah, it's it's so annoying because it's just like a dude just fucking the shit out of him. You got to hear the dude just be like, yeah. And then he like smacks the bed, smacking against the wall. It's fucking loud. It sucks. I understand this guy's pain. Man, remember the gutter punks in the basement? Oh, God. Don't, don't even bring them up. About to write <laughs> a screed it. about that. <laughs> you, this uh, promiscuity. Well, I don't even know. There's a few that love me, but who cares? I am going to bump 90s. Uh, what was that? Yeah, we're going to do Snow Informer right now. Sweet. It's <laughs> a good song. It really is a good song. It's a very annoying song, and if you can turn it up really loud and piss the fuck out of your neighbors, it's a great song. Totally it works. You hear it? A lucky boom boom down. A lucky boom boom down. No, it doesn't sound very loud over the phone. Is it? Are we assuming that it's louder in person? It's getting louder. I think that was it right there. I think he just played it and then just kind of lifted the phone up there. How would you insert the word chub into that song? That's a little harder. It has a weird syncopation in the beats. I think I, I think you leave informer. And leave informer. And then you say chubby, chubby, chub, chub, down. Chubby, chub, chub, but down. I'm thinking you go informer, a licky, licky, boom, boom, chub. There's many ways. I mean, yeah. Or look at chub, chub, boom. May I don't know. You know, I'm just throwing some ideas out there, brainstorming. That's a very good song to use, though, to annoy the people that are upstairs having sex because it's a very annoying, irritating song. You know what I've been using, and this is recently because these people fuck a lot that live upstairs from me. I, I haven't use, lived with you for a long time, <laughs> so I don't know what you're using to annoy people. You know, 
Well, back, you know, back I, then you used to use like "bird" as the word on me or something. Bird, yeah, "bird" is the word I used to was good for you. Um, Tiffany's, I think we're alone now. Used That's to, yeah, they were. But my new one is "I want to sex you up, but color me bad" because you play chub, that. Chub, <laughs> I want to chub it up. <laughs> Color me I bad. I know well. It up. You know, I came from this really small chub. town. <laughs> I came from this really small town, and we'd have this summer, you know, the fair, the county fair every year, which was also small because it's a small town. But we thought it was a big deal, and they'd always just get these horrible acts. You know, they're usually from the like early late seventies, early eighties, just washed up bands like Foghat would play a lot of. Oh yeah, time. yeah. bad company. But one time they got. They got color me bad, and they'd only been washed up for like a year. But <laughs> that so it was fast. a big deal. It was like everyone was like, I, I remember color me bad. Like they used to be on MTV, and they're coming here to town. And obviously, we were all too cool to actually go see them. We didn't. It was horrible music, and we knew that. But it was still interesting that color me bad came to town. And then this one girl at our high school fucked one of them in the Holiday Inn. <laughs> I, don't remember, I, I don't think it was the black one because that would have been scandalous. But it was one of the white ones. I would have almost have gone just to taunt. Because what a terrible band! But but that's... I think you had to pay. You had to pay to get in, not only to get into the fair, but you had to pay extra. I don't think you had to pay to get into the fair, but you had to pay to see them. To pay to see Coloring Bad, and you, you could just go sort of like it's not a it's not like a big en- ensconced arena. So I think you could just sort of like go over to the fence and not pay, and you listen to them you for like five seconds, it. and you're like, yeah, they suck. Uh, <laughs> but then you know the next day. Or like at the end of the summer when you all went back to high school, it was like, oh, did you hear that Sherry fucked one of those guys? <laughs> like, oh yeah, I did hear that. It's crazy. God, I would, I would, I automatically I'd have it. I'd be calling her CMB. Like I'd always call her CMB after call that. Me bad. Yeah, call me bad. But can you think of a Chubber more annoying bad. song that would just ruin your mood? Because I play it on repeat. I get really stoned, and I have good speakers that are fucking mm-hmm. loud, and I turn them up. Like if I. The thing is, I don't care if they fuck once. If they fuck once, well, fuck it, dude. I mean, how long does that last? Ten minutes? Just go. That's fine. <laughs> you have a biological imperative to fuck, go do it. But if they fuck like three or four times, they're getting... Three or four is excessive. Two is good. And then once in the, mor- once in the morning, the morning one, then you, then you go about your business and she goes away. This, this couple that lives above me, like they seriously, like they don't fuck every night, but when they do, they fuck like... Like three times a night. Like it's like yeah, it, that's this tantric thing, like Sting and Trudy <sighs> Styler. Like whoa, I don't actually uh, orgasm. We just sit there for three hours going back and forth. Like fuck it's a off. A load of bullshit. Ain't nobody is what got it is. time for that. For that to quote no. an internet meme. Tomfoolery. Ain't nobody got time for that. No. So I play. What I do is when I hear them going for the second round. I just blast color me bad. And you know, that just kind of throws you off your game. It's just like some, you're, you're, could you imagine like you're sitting there fucking trying to maintain your erection and trying to pretend to be interested in your fucking girlfriend. You've been fucking for like a year. And all of a sudden, now, all you're hearing is Ooh, TikTok. You don't <laughs> stop. I'd be like, God, fuck you neighbor. Dickhead. Yeah. It I don't does. like any music when I'm fucking at all. No, it makes me weird. We've know, talked about this on the show. But that, that's a good song. So uh, we got another call, and I don't know if this is the same dude, but it's the same topic, same subject, Neighbors Having okay. Sex. Hey, D. Lentz. Uh, this is some human calling you. Um, I've actually been having a little discussion tonight. My neighbors were also having very loud sex, but they were above me. Their, their beds, uh, well, let's just say it uh, hurt my being of sleeping. 
Does this sound like the same guy? It's not the same guy. It's a different guy, but it's the same different guy. That's really weird. Like I mean, that we had two two completely separate calls about the same topic. Apparently, a lot it's of people are annoyed by this. I mean, I, I have experience with it. You're telling your story about it. Anybody who's ever listened to, lived in an apartment has had to deal with this. It's apartments. It's apartment living. You kind of have to deal with other people having sex. But uh, as opposed to uh, telling them about this or uh, actually doing anything about this, I'm doing the uh, you gotta can you pause it? Thing of, you got to leave the passive-aggressive note. That's the best. <laughs> well, you, that's you what, do, that's you what do I the do. Screed. The screed is another level. I mean, the screed is like the the zenith of passive-aggressive notes, but it's always funny to just write a note and not put your name on it, have a lot of ex- exclamation marks, and maybe a drawing. It's such a female thing to do, though. Like, a chick would do that about something where you just put something down, and you're like, yeah, you have like a bunch of exclama- exclamation points, and it's got to be short, sort of succinct. But also really bitchy. Really, you, know? bi- you can smell the bitch coming off of it, or the uh, you know, and it's it, the best ones have that sort of big balloonish handwriting that girls <laughs> always have, <laughs> like the that. Yeah. But it's anonymous, so no one knows, you know. But my screed is kind of it's typed up, and it's yeah. usually more to the point. It's much a more good, a good screed should actually scare the person that there's some like taxi driver character behind it. Yeah, that they might come out Travis Bickle go Travis Bickle on them. There is a psycho that's going to duct tape your mouth and probably slit your throats or threaten to. Right. Whereas the epitome of the passive aggressive note is is sort of you can tell it's by some bitchy chick that's yeah. never going to do anything. He's going to write another note. Well, it sounds like that's what this guy, that's the route this guy took. Okay. Just blasting my music all night long. I know he's but doing the music. The thing that seems to piss them off the most is uh, playing sick and wrong as fucking loud as I can. <laughs> it, they literally just hate it. They're stomping on my ceiling. So, okay, this guy doesn't do the note. He doesn't play music. He plays sick and wrong. So we have very obnoxious voices. Uh, we certainly do, through. but uh, how does that make you feel that you're ruining someone's sexual experience? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having sex. Nobody else should be either. Misery loves company. Wow. Yeah, I guess. I mean, this is somewhat gratifying. I, you know, I kind of feel good about this, but at the same time, I always thought like women were turned on by my voice. I yeah, guess not. No. We should go back to burping and farting a lot, which we stopped because listeners complained, but it would help this guy's situation. Yeah, no, it definitely would. Here we go. (laughs) 10 minutes ago. And, uh, well, that's what I was doing to them when they're banging their beds against, you know, my ceiling, their floor, blah, blah, blah. But I'm going to keep doing it. And, uh, well, they've already come down once. I didn't answer the door. (laughs) Well, I like that they came down. Did they leave a passive aggressive note on his door? It sounds like they were so pissed off. You probably threw his robe on and just walked downstairs like, shut that shit off, motherfucker. And the guy doesn't even answer the door. He's still got the condom on. (laughs) I I love it when I love it when mutual, you know, like multifamily housing apartments. I love it when shit just escalates to the point where you well, to the point of confrontation. I just, just I like it when it just keeps escalating. And, and like this situation where like he's not answering the door, 
you know, and then he's playing the music louder and then they come down again. He's still, you know, or just like it builds and builds and builds till it's unbearable. It becomes like, you know, brinksmanship. It's like back and forth, like to see who can like piss the other person off more. Yeah. Brinksmanship. That's a, that's a good, that's a dollar fifty word for what that, we're talking about. That is exactly what it is. Very. <laughs> Silly humans. Did you just say silly humans? Uh huh. Maybe uh-huh. he's a Cylon or something. <laughs> <laughs> but you, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess if I'm blasting color me bad and I ruin somebody's sexual experience and they come down here, and they knock on my door, I'm answering the door. Then what do you say? I would say this is my favorite song. So that's kind of passive aggressive. You, you don't confront them like, well, I'm playing this music loud because you're fucking having loud sex and annoying the fuck out of me. Well, I mean, I guess I probably would bring that up, too. I'd be like, hey, you know, you're being kind of loud upstairs. I'm being loud down here. Why don't we both just kind of quiet down and get some sleep tonight? Because I'm stoned right now, and I could listen to, to I Want to Sex You Up about 30 more times. That's probably what I would say. Has, the pres- has, has President Dolomite ever asked you to like go over and help solve the uh, Palestinian Israel <laughs> <laughs> thing? Well, you know what? Uh, that, very, that was very eloquent. And uh, I would be like, you know what, Mr. Neighbor, you're right. We all could learn a lesson from this situation. <laughs> you know, I would punch you in the face and break your color me bad CD in half <laughs> and walk back to my apartment. <laughs> Iran just shot down one of our drones, you know. I, I I would be willing to go over there and talk to Amadina Jacket. Either that or bring my boombox and play some I wanna sex you up for him. It's right on the border there of Israel and That could work. Alright, here's the last call we got. I'm gonna cause we gotta move on here. I'm running out of time. So guys, I'm actually not fucked up right now. I'm pretty sober from uh, you know, sleeping or falling over on my floor and puking all over it until I woke up this morning. But there's a dog to clean it up, don't worry. Um, last night, I called you guys a few times, but uh, I don't know about what because I was ham-dogged. But ham-dogged. I woke up this morning and I'm looking at my computer right now as I'm starting it up. And post-coffee, of course. Otherwise, I'd be uh, talking like a fucking homeless man. But the last thing I looked up last night was... Jew hatred monologue. That's fucking awesome. Try fast. Take chances. Don't fuck ass. Wow. So, actually, how often do you do that when you get really drunk and you go to bed and you just have these, like, anti-Semitic dreams? (laughs) (laughs) Just thinking about, like, stabbing me or something? Never. Oh, okay. Really? Not, like, three times a week? Um, I'm trying to think of the last thing I dreamt about. I think I dreamt I was in Walmart doing something. But there's nothing about like very, gassing my Jews. Are very, very boring. So there's nothing about gassing Jews or shoving Jews on a train. Because this guy, I think, is a deviant. I think this guy has issues. I think this guy purposely is an anti-Semi. He's like Hitler. He just goes to bed, has these dreams about murdering or hurting Jews. I don't think Maybe. most people do that. Maybe. I just don't, I don't have that many annoying Jews in my life. Just one. Just one. (laughs) 
You know what's funny? I uh, a girl that I mean, I'm, I, not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like gin up some giant uh you know genocidal machine with lots of soldiers and gas chambers and trains and concentration camps for just one guy. <laughs> it's got it. Okay, so what's the threshold? What's the Jew threshold? It's got to be like eight of them that annoy you. I think you got to get into the double digits, <laughs> twelve or fifteen, before you start really thinking about like lots of logistics. You know, there's this girl I was hanging out with. She told me the other day, she was like, I had a dream about you. She, like, she texted it to me. She goes, I had a dream about you. And I was like, oh, really? I was like, and she goes, you were the town killer. And so I wrote back to her. I was like, oh, was it a wet dream? And she goes, so predictable. I put my cigarette on your face. And I was thinking, I was just like, Jesus Christ. Like, what the fuck is this? And so I just wrote back to her anti-Semite. She and then she her Ava Braun. Yeah, and yeah, I should have. You know, it's funny. She just sent me a question mark back because I think she's too young to know the meaning behind that word. And I was just like, ah, whatever. I mean, I don't even need to deal with you because if you're having anti-Semitic dreams about me, this obviously uh, isn't working. But then I hear this guy, this guy, Jew hatred monologue. What the fuck does that mean? I, I think you're reading this wrong. I think. <laughs> He had to look up online a Jew hatred monologue because he wanted to call it in and thought it would be funny. And he's such oh. an not an anti semite that he just he couldn't even you know in a million years think one up on his own. So you think he was he was looking it up to call in to fuck with us, and then he got drunk, passed out, and then passed like out. woke up the next morning at the time, but didn't quite uh, accomplish that idea. I bet you the next morning he's like, "Oh my god, oh Jesus Christ, God, I get crazy when I drink. I can't believe I thought that." That's probably what happened. He's calling in to apologize. He thought he was a good <laughs> did you get a call like that? I assume not, or we'd be listening to it right now. No, he did not. He didn't. But he can always call back. 206-666-3846 is that number for the Sick and Wrong Hotline. Um, you know what's interesting, Wackily? Right now, I, I just realized this the other day because it's, it's been a little while since I've been on there, but I went on the Sick and Wrong Forum, and the Sick and Wrong Forum is alive with nudity, female nudity. Really? It's flourishing with vaginas once again. Well, is the summer over? Uh, technically, it's the fall. It's fucking November. Of course it's over. Yeah. I, I, I have been taking a hiatus from most of the internet for the summer because I wanted to be, I wanted to be the summer of IRL. For Wackerly, <laughs> sort of worked out, sort of not. wasn't a great, great result. But maybe I, so. I hadn't been on the forum in a while. I'd maybe been it's on, time on to Facebook go back. a little bit, not so much. My personal, real life Facebook, I was on very, very little. And I guess now that the summer's over, I can sort of go back to all my just lurking about and on the internet and never going outside because it's cold. Well, Wackerly, if this doesn't convince you, I don't know what would. Here, here's a thread that was posted by a, one of the new chicks. Her name's Chris Sexorcistica. She wrote... Christ. Maybe I won't go back. <laughs> she wrote, I love to lick a young, tight, clean-shaved vagina. That's, that's the, the name of this thread, the subject of this thread. And my there's, interest. There's Are another sure one. This is an actual woman and not just some troll? Probably a troll. But there's another one, uh, Cunty Cunt. That posts all these naked pictures of herself with, like, sick and wrong. So there's a lot of tits. There's a lot of vaginas. There's female nudity on the sick and wrong forum. Vaginas have come back to the sick and wrong forum. 
So people go check it out. Because it used to just be like four European dudes like bickering with each other about <laughs> just insulting anybody that comes on there. So right. what, what we want to do, people, is we want to encourage more vaginas to come to the Sick and Wrong Forum. Is it time to institute another? Or I guess we don't control the forum, which we no, it's it's a separate sure entity. We, we make sure we establish that so we're not responsible for the forum. But we suggested, and I think they did it, uh, the soft and warm week where like they weren't allowed or nobody was allowed to insult a new forum members so we got a lot of forum members but then the problem was we got all these new forum members and nobody was mean to them but then when the week was over everybody was mean to them immediately and then they all it left. scared them away yeah you know what you should do be mean to the dudes just be cool with the chicks and you'll get more clean shaved vaginas that's what we want so check it out people go to cigarettepodcast.com click on forum and you can taste the bitches and i think that should be the new like uh catchphrase for the forum Taste the bitches. You just came up with that yourself? Yeah, I did on the fly. I like it. I don't like it. You don't like it? Great. No. You don't like tasting bitches? How about chub the bitches? Chub the bitches. Chub the bitches. (laughs) You really can use that word. It's so versatile. It's it's insane. I I mean, it's it's better than like uh, the word hella. You know, it's like cilantro. Exactly. It goes on everything. Yeah, add cilantro to anything and it just makes it a gourmet masterpiece. You got some shitty taquitos? Just put some cilantro, put some cilantro on cilantro them. On oh, now there. it's fancy. Perfect. People, there's been some questions about the book, Play Something Nancy. It's out right now. Thank you, everybody, for uh, buying it on November 5th. It's out right now. It's on Amazon, iTunes, Barnes & Noble Nook, and something called the Kobo. I don't even know what that means. A lot of, been, a lot of people have been asking me for the print version so there's a print-on-demand service through Amazon called CreateSpace. That book's going to be available next week. So you can order a print version if you want one. Um, working on an audio version takes some time, okay? So be patient. Uh, people, you should be listening to the show via iTunes. Subscribe, rate, comment. We appreciate that. It actually does really help out the show. Because when people listen through iTunes, subscribe to the show, um, it boosts our rankings. And we're usually in the top 100. So uh, we appreciate that. We like that. So give us some ratings. Help us out. But people, the best way to support the show is to buy a sick and wrong t-shirt. We make those t-shirts so you can wear them around and you can be cool and you can tell people about the show. It's a conversation starter, an icebreaker, if you will. So go to sickandwrongpodcast.com, click on store, get your sick and wrong t-shirt while they're, while they're still here. All right, Wackily, finally, uh, the sick and wrong song of the week. So this, this song's interesting. Um, I found this song myself, even though it's kind of become sort of viral right now. But how, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, how concerned are you about poor Mitten's Romulus? Are you worried? Like, what's, what's going to happen to him now? Like, what, what's the future hold for Mitt Romney? Well, he's lost the presidency, and he has to go back to being one of the point zero 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 one percent wealthiest people <laughs> on the fucking planet <laughs> but how many times can you run for president like is he even if he had an infinite amount of money like a limitless income how many times can you run for president where you're just not taken seriously anymore like he's done that no, like he's, three he's times done. well he's run for to be the nominee but once you're the nominee and you lose you're done so he can't do it again next time he could but you know it's just not done it's not uh it's not uh, kosher, as the word of your people would say. Do you think 
Right, this is your own personal opinion here. Do you think Mittens would sell his granddaughter if he was guaranteed, just one of his granddaughters, because he's got like 30 of them, if he was guaranteed to be president? No. You don't think so? No, Mormons are very, they're all about the family. And family he really wants to be. I, I'm, I would be willing to wager 240s of Mickey's that Mittens would sell his youngest granddaughter. They can make another one. Is it possible to determine who wins that bet? I mean, it's a theoretical situation. That's true. Anyway. What is, what is he going to do when he goes to his, his magic planet in the sky after he dies and that Co-op. daughter that he sold is there? He's never going to be able to look at her in the eye. Yeah, my, my major concern about Mitt is he goes through this massive waste all this money and time and then he loses and any sane person would just go back and drink like half a bottle of johnny walker <laughs> but he can't do that so what does he what does he go back and he has fucking ice cream in his room you know what i read i read that they were all sitting around and romney was crying and they're drinking chocolate milk which is a romney tradition chocolate milk doesn't make you feel better about anything <laughs> It's the chocolate can he, milk can he just of get a, sadness. Can you get a dispensation? What do they call that where you pay the Pope and then you like absolve some of your sins? And that was like a big uh, scandal in the Middle Ages or something. I mean, dispensation it, or so it's called something else. But can't the Mormon Jesus give him a dispensation to get drunk for one goddamn night? He would have, he could get wasted off of like one or two drinks. Yeah, no, seriously, he would have a couple shots. He'd be loaded. So I mean, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of sad. But you know what, though, people seriously. Don't be too concerned about mittens. As you just said, the guy is filthy rich. So, um, you know that... I think he's insane. Why, why does he even try to be president? You're rich. <laughs> know, you've, you've done a bunch of great things. No, nobody thinks you're not like a great man who's accomplished many deeds and led many businesses and led the Olympics and you're a governor of Massachusetts. Like, just chill out, bro. You want to know why? Because he doesn't drink. I he think that's drink. the thing. He doesn't drink. That's the problem. Makes so, what? Um, crazy shit. Not the uh, snarky group here, the Gregory Brothers, who've done uh, some great videos in the past, they set Mitt's concession speech to music. And they did it actually quite brilliantly. So we're going to end the show here with Mitt Romney's concession speech, where he uh, basically conceded the race to uh, Barack Obama. Uh, there's a video, too, which is on the uh, Sick and Wrong page. So um, we're going to end the show here with Mitt Romney's concession speech set to music by the Gregory Brothers. People will be back next week with episode 356. Until then, take a season. You may think I'm overcome with torment and depression. Symptoms common to the loser of a big election. But not me. You see, I've got a secret weapon. That keeps me happy and gay I'm still rich Filthy rich As far as I'm concerned This election thing went off without a hitch Now I'll have the best tax write-offs I could ever get Well, he has nothing to get And blame for the U.S. Gonna H-E double hockey sticks Oh, life's a bitch Except it ain't for me Cause I'm still rich Take it away, boys Oh, I never really wanted that low-wage president job To take my career Besides, who on earth could possibly get by On $400,000 a year Now that I'm done pretending to have fun Spending time with the plebeians My speaking fee will multiply by three So if you ask me, we won This may be the happiest day of my entire life 
I promise you I'm definitely not crying inside because I'm still rich, filthy rich. Trust me, my strategy worked perfectly. Didn't have one single glitch. Shucks, I can go overseas and invest in whatever I darn well please. While Obama triple double checks his pension to make sure it isn't overly Chinese. Life's a flippin' bitch. Wait, except it ain't for me, cause I'm still horse riding, company acquiring, income hiding, employee firing, luxury yacht buying, rich. Thanks, guys. Hello, ladies. My grandfather died today. I can do nothing but get drunk and call this hotline. Please, make fun of me. Make it at least worth my while. Yours truly. Laram, bitches, I will fuck your mother. <laughs> <laughs>